dear listener. It's another beautiful morning. We are excited to welcome you once again to another thrilling episode of the Nasco Moments radio show. By the way, how many times have you washed your hands today? In today's advanced world where everything appears to be changing at lightning speed, the mass media, without doubt, play an important role. Through radio and television channels in particular, we can circulate information and ideas instantaneously to millions of people around the world. This has contributed to not only making the world smaller, but connecting people like never before. In the process, they are invariably helping to deliver education quickly, efficiently, and without geographical limitations to millions of people around the world. It is in recognition of this fact that it is now generally acknowledged that education is no longer confined to the four walls of the classroom. The technological innovation in mass media of educational communication means that education can now be transmitted beyond one's immediate environment. On your favorite Nasty Moments radio show this morning, we have Mrs. Mariam Jude Adura, a linguist and journalist. She is the head, Department of Research and General Studies, NTA Television College, Dross, which is affiliated with the Madubello University, Zaria. Mrs. Mariam Adura is currently a PhD student in English language at the University of Jos. She will be sharing some meaningful insights on the topic, educational broadcast programs as catalysts for improved literacy rate in Nigeria. Stay tuned as we return right after this. I am Hudun Gyan. Brightex, white detergents, Brightex. Ever since I discovered the secret of Brightex white detergent, my clothes come fresh, bright and clean always. It's mild on clothes and good for my washing machine. Thank you, Brightex. Brightex detergent cleans deep stains and dirt from your clothes, keeping it fresh and bright so your clothes don't fade. It lasts longer. Brightex white detergent, a quality product from NASCO. Take the Brightex advantage today and keep your clothes fresh, bright and clean. For your brightest wash, Brightex. Brightex, for the brightest wash. Mariam, it's wonderful to have you on the Nasco Moment Show. Thank you for having me. Okay, so please bring the listener up to speed on the role of broadcasting in a society such as ours. Well, um, the role of broadcasting, like uh, the word implies, it's spreading information abroad to a heterogeneous audience. We have entertainment, people listen to or watch TV for different purposes. Some is to get entertained, some is to get information, some is to get educated or enlightened. Okay. So um, by simple definition then, what would you call educational broadcast programs? What are they? Well, educational broadcast pro- programs are those programs that are tailored they're systematic in their approach and they focus on a particular topic, whether it's a subject or a topic, whatever it is that will you know, educate the audience better, to enlighten them, to give an in-depth knowledge of um, a topic. Now, who are actually the beneficiaries of educational broadcast programs? Okay, um, just, just like I said earlier, there are different reasons why different people um, 
watch or listen to radio or television. Now, uh, there, there are different audiences. It's not the one-size-fits-all kind of thing. Yes, there are times that people watch or listen just to get information. But when it comes down to education, I think that uh, different people, there is a target audience for different programs. For instance, there are children, children's programs. There are uh, programs that are tailored tailor-made for adults, there are ones that are for women, for men, for, for farmers, you know, agricultural programs. So there, there are a lot of um, people who can benefit from different educational programs. All right, now the programs are set with the live wire broadcasting, so in what specific ways have broadcast programs impacted educational growth in Nigeria? Well, um, in so many ways, I would say, uh, programs have impacted educational growth in Nigeria because, um, let me take agriculture for, for instance, there are so many agricultural programs out there and when you come to the rural areas, they are farming but then they, they do not really know what to use or why they are using what they use, you know, these agricultural programs educate them, enlighten them on why they're not having so much yield. You know, maybe they're using something that they're not supposed to use because it has been, what has been passed down to them, you know. So uh, uh, people benefit, people in rural areas benefit. And in what, whatever it is that people are watching these educational programs for, they pick up one or two things after watching them. Would you say that it has had a meaningful impact in the country such that, you know, can be attributed to either radio or TV? So, okay, you can even measure the impact. Well, yeah, we're making progress, even though yeah, in Nigeria we're not there yet because of the kind of challenges that uh, um, the media practitioners face. So, um, yes, we're uh, trying to get there, but we're not there yet. Well, personally, how would you rate it? you think we're doing well? Um, um, we're not doing very well? How would you rate it? Well, I would say that we're, we're really not doing very well because um, now people are locked down at home. They, most people are not watching um, local channels. They're watching... Um, DSTV that have a lot of international channels, you know. So I think that if we made it um, more interesting, uh, more specific, you know, I think that it will go a long way. We're not there yet. I would, I wouldn't say that we're there yet, but progress is being made. It's the Nasco Moments Radio Talk Show. Thank you for staying tuned. Join us right after this. Brightest white detergent, Brightex. Brightest white detergent, Brightex. For your brightest wash, Brightex. For your brightest wash, Brightex. 
Ever since I discovered the secret of Brightex white detergent, my clothes come fresh, bright and clean always. It's mild on clothes and good for my washing machine. Thank you, Brightex. Brightex detergent cleans deep stains and dirt from your clothes, keeping it fresh and bright so your clothes don't fade. It lasts longer. Brightex white detergent, a quality product from NASCO. Take the Brightex advantage today and keep your clothes fresh, bright and clean. For your brightest wash, Brightex. Brightex, for the brightest wash. You're welcome back, listener. It's the NASCO Moment Show on radio. Our guest today is Mrs. Mariam Dudeadura, a linguist and journalist. She is the head, Department of Research and General Studies, NTA Television College Jobs. We are discussing the topic, educational broadcast programs as catalysts for improved literacy rate in Nigeria. It's good to have you on the show again. Uh, now, Mariam, to what extent is Nigeria leveraging on educational broadcast programs to improve literacy in the country? Well, I, I think that um, the ICT has played quite a great role in um, enhancing literacy in Nigeria in the sense that now, as long as you have an internet connection wherever you are, you can just type something on your phone get an information instantly. You know, you don't have to actually wait for a week to watch a program or wait for the repeat broadcast. If that is the case, you can go on the website of that station and just watch it again, you know. So it has done a lot. Uh, social media has helped us. People have blogs, people um, have channels that uh, you can watch on YouTube. You can learn anything, almost anything you want to learn these days without having to really actually wait for the traditional broadcast media to air it. All right. Are there institutions or organizations in Nigeria that currently run educational broadcast programs? Okay, organizations, institutions in terms of what media or just... It could be media, it could be anything else. Yes, sure. Uh, we'll take for instance, I know PRTV has a few programs that they run that are educational. Uh, I know NTA2 has some um, programs that they air that are also educational. A, a few of them, it's not like um, the main focus now is education because of course most of these educational pro programs that are aired, are, they don't have anything to offer the stations in terms of beginning finance. So you find that not a lot of this um, media organizations are really doing much when it comes to educational uh, broadcasts. But then, yeah, there are a few that people can watch. So how would you, what would you say, how could we encourage uh, stations to, you know, consider having or producing more educational programs? Well, I think that it comes down to financing. Um, Government-owned media organizations, well, government should look into uh, giving them more finance, um, train more personnel, and then the private-owned media organizations should see it as, a, uh, as a, a responsibility to the audience to give them programs that are educative, not only entertainment. It's not only about um, also the money. You should also think about educating your audience. Okay, can graduates of um, educational programs 
that are broadcast use their certificates to further their education or be gainfully employed? Okay, when you say um, programs that are broadcast, I, I don't think that uh, like watching TV every week, a program on TV every week, week will actually give you um, a certificate. But I know that there are online online degrees that these days we have people who go online and just um, do some courses and they get certificates. And if that's the case, of course, why not? So the online certificates, are they accepted everywhere? Well, I'm not sure about that. Like, um, for instance, our open university, I know that the, the contact isn't really like the normal traditional university. I know that they have to do a lot of things online. So if we can accept certificates from the National Open University, so why, why can't we accept certificates from other places that have been accredited, even though they operate online? Since we have um, many more broadcast stations coming up in the country right now, radio and TV, do you think there's a place for uh, radio stations or broadcast stations that would be tailored specifically for education? I look forward to seeing that happen, you know, it's, it's very possible. Once again, it's all about the finance, it's all about the equipment, it's all about personnel and which after all is said and done, it boils down to financing. So yes, of course, it's possible. Mm. After all, on channels like BSTV, we have channels that are, you know, educational, that is, that is what they do, you know, so. So there's room, we have a place for that here. Okay. Thank you for staying with us. This is still the Nasco Moments radio show. We'll be right back. Ah, ah, Mama Shakara. Eh? This is your Shabby City Shino. <laughs> and how don't fit? How manage? Ah, my sister. Now, Brightex white detergent, oh. Brightex detergent, not the fit cloth at all at all. And the wash cloth clean well, well. It gets power to come out all the nyama nyama stain and dirty no matter how it be. You not go chop and soap? No. Chop handle and it's good for washing machine too. Eh, hmm. Mama Shakara, me too. Now, bright text detergent I go to use to wash all my clothes now so that I go to shine, shine, and scent, scent, and make Shakara like you so. <laughs> bright text white detergent, a quality product from NASCO. For your brightest wash, bright text, bright text for the brightest wash. If you are just joining us, this is the Nasco Moment Show on radio. Our guest is Mrs. Mariam Jode Adura. She has been sharing her thoughts on the topic, educational broadcast programs as catalysts for improved literacy rate in Nigeria. We'll just continue the discussion from here. Uh, you touched a bit about ICT earlier on. In what ways has ICT revolutionized and impacted educational broadcasting generally? Um, I Like I mentioned earlier, it has made everything fast. It has made knowledge, you know, not um, localized. Everywhere you are, anywhere in the world, as long as you have internet, you can access whatever it is you're looking for. You can get answers to almost everything specifically for you. It's not like it's broadcast for everyone and then you just happen to stumble into it, no. You just go there and get what you want. You can log on to the website of different channels and get the programs that you want. Whatever it is that you need, you can get it. You can go on YouTube every day. Some people are on YouTube every day. Now people are bloggers. 
know about specific things they create their blogs and you know, it's just made it easier and faster for uh, the person viewing and listening or also for the stations as well making everything faster okay for the stations um well instead of waiting on uh, to go to nan you know for stories to break in nan before you get it nan or being... news agency of nigeria or the stories to break on nca uh, nigerian television authority or even pr tv you know you can just um go online make your search make sure that the story is authentic you know and you're, you're, you're there, you're already there. Okay. Yeah. Now, what are some of the challenges facing educational broadcasts of programs in Nigeria? I've mentioned it like a couple of times already. You know, the major factor is financing. Another factor is the personnel. A lot of the personnel are not, um, are not trained. Some, uh, some journalists, of course, you agree with me, are not uh, well trained. They are not well equipped. And then the personnel who are um, a, a few, poor remuneration, uh, staff welfare isn't there, lack of equipment which makes the work really tedious and uh, lowers the morale of the personnel. You know, the, the equipment are expensive, they are obsolete, you know, so many challenges we have. So we have all these challenges, but as an industry player, what solutions would you proffer to these challenges? I would say that uh, we need more funding, 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 yes, money makes the world go round, yes. Um, we need more funding, we need, uh, very importantly, for personnel to be trained, we need uh, programs to be tailor-made for uh, a specific target audience, it's not a um, shot in the dark, you know, like that kind of thing. You have to um, go into the society, find out who your target audience are, try to interact with them, what is it that they need, you know, like some, some kind of needs assessment before you go and just uh, do the program. I think it will be more impactful that way. Now you, you, you talked about funding, funding, funding. So why are we not getting the funding we need for educational programs? And how or where should we go to? Who would you say maybe we're not doing everything right, we're not seeing uh, some other possible solutions. Where else should we put our searchlight? For government institutions, I think that governments should uh, give a little more attention to these media organizations that are owned by, by them. You know, there's a, there's a great deal that they stand to benefit, the audience, the public stands to benefit if, you know, the media is prioritized then people who are who have the wherewithal in our society can also come up with uh, stations that are, are up to standard up to world standard and you know equip them properly do the needful so that we can have all this it's not about um, money money all the time because I know there are a lot of producers who have great ideas and they want funding, uh, but uh, even people who have the money don't seem to understand how important it is to uh, fund a program. Mm -hmm. Or, for, do you think 
our people generally really appreciate the power of the media, understanding enough to put money into it and uh, to fund uh, some sort of production. Exactly, I think that's the problem. The people who really appreciate the media are, are a few, even from the way that um, the society treats journalists. You can see that they don't really appreciate uh, the media much. But then I tell you that if you stay at home for this one week and you don't have radio, you don't have TV to watch, you know, I don't know what life would be like without all those things. So I think that people should appreciate the media, the work that journalists are doing to bring them information, education, all these things that the media is, um, they benefit from the media so that they can um, help more. You know, organizations can sponsor some educational programs. It doesn't have to be uh, the station or the government taking up everything, or it doesn't have to be that you're, uh, you have to build a station and equip it just for these programs to be out there. We can do it. A community can say, okay, where this is, uh, let's say, like um, a community that has a lot of drug addicts can just come together and say, okay, we're going to sponsor a program on drug addiction. Let us sensitize people. Let us educate them on what signs to look out for. Um, and then what are the best ways to stay away? What are the... Um, what are the consequences of engaging in these acts? All these are, are things that we can do. Okay. Um, what are your final words as we round up this discussion? Uh, I, I know that there are a lot of um, broadcast uh, stations in our institutions. I know UJ has one, uh, the Polytechnic has one. Most of them, these community stations, they're springing up. But then anytime I listen to them, I just listen to music. There's nothing really educational about it. I think that uh, opportunities should be given to maybe uh, each department, you know, every day have one program that is coming on air, an educative program. If it's French, teach people how to speak French. If it's English, teach how, how to speak English, rudiments of mass comm, you know, just something educative, especially because they're in those educational institutions in educational settings. Mm -hmm. Another thing is, of course, let it not be about money. For those private organizations, let it not be about only making money. There's a sense of responsibility also to your audience. Mm -hmm. what, are, what are they learning? What are they benefiting from listening to your station? I just picked something up from what you said right now. Do you think the problem is also because the stations assume that uh, the listener only wants to be entertained, only wants music. Maybe they think um, educational programs will not give them uh, the needed listenership. Well, that that is also a factor. That's also a factor. But then it, it can't be um, entertainment all the time. It can't be entertainment all the time because the, you have a wide range of listeners. Uh, an elderly person will not want to be listening to music all day long. He wants to hear something more engaging. You know, different uh, children. What do you have programs for children? Children listen to uh, radio sometimes. They, they would want to listen to one or two programs when you get sponsorship. You know, and the, the programs are interesting. They are not boring. People will listen. Even those who uh, really want entertainment, they can get entertainment by the way you package your program. Okay. 
Now that brings us to the end of our discussion. I've been speaking this morning with Mrs. Mariam Jude Adura, Head, Department of Research and General Studies, NTA Television College. I hope this discussion has been of immense benefit to you, our listener. Thank you, Mariam, for being here today. Thank you for having me. Dear listener, please remember to follow this program on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash group or use the Twitter handle at group. We also encourage and welcome you to freely send your feedback on any aspect of the NASCO Moment Show to the email info at nasco.net or by text through the dedicated care line 0805-774-7777. This week on the NASCO Moments Trivia, the question is, what is the name of the first television station to launch regular and permanent color broadcasts in Africa? Under whose regime was this feat achieved? Send the correct answer via text to the number 0805-774-7777, including your name and location. The NASCO Moments radio talk show has been brought to you by NASCO. It was created by Unimark Limited, Marketing Communications Consultants, Executive Producers, NASCO Marketing Department, Producer Harun Audu, Research and Content Development, George Pam, Malau Sobanus and Harun Audu. Production Coordinator Solomon Audu, Malau Silvanus, and Deborah Kaladima. I'm Hudun Gyan. Endeavor to take your personal hygiene seriously. <laughs>